folks, and welcome back to another episode of your Brains Coach podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm your host. I'm your Brains Coach, and it is my job here to bring to you all the brain body tools so you could use more brain more effectively and achieve all of your goals, whether that's professional career growth, whether that's business growth, whether that's six-pack fitness, health, or personal relationship and things like confidence and preventing burnout and fatigue. Your brain has a lot to do with all of this. Today, folks, as you know from the title of the podcast, we're going to be talking about sweet cravings and how to prevent them from ever happening. Quite recently, I was walking on the beach um, here in Brazilian Santos, and I was thinking to myself about um, the relation between light exposure, serotonin, and evolutionary, evolutionary, why would it make sense for us to have sweet cravings, to have increased appetite, when light exposure would go down, and how serotonin is a connecting link for all of this. So let me explain. First, folks, your sweet cravings and increased appetite. I personally believe with my whole heart and my whole brain, that it has a lot to do with your light exposure. And specifically, I'm talking not some, you know, artificial light or staying in a bright room. I'm talking about the right timing of you exposing your eyes to natural sunlight. So we talked about sun exposure on a few episodes here because it is so crucial for your dopamine, your serotonin, your productivity, your uh, great sleep, your uh, energy, your motivation, your everything, basically, right? But today we're talking about how that light exposure can be contributing to sweet cravings or lack of that light, light exposure. So the right kind of light exposure that we need what neuroscience tells us our brain needs to produce all the right brain chemistry, dopamine and serotonin to keep us going, to keep all of the processes in our body and brain going smoothly. We need to get outside in the first couple of hours of sunrise and facing east where the sun goes up, where the sun wakes up. We need to spend outside looking east, walking or doing whatever, without sunglasses, without hats, not in the shade. 10 minutes if it's bright and sunny, up to 20 minutes if it's, you know, kind of cloudy, and up to 30 minutes if it's really, really cloudy, it's overcast, maybe it's even raining. But there are a few problems with that, right? Besides being busy, folks, being busy and because of that, not giving your brain what it needs to be productive, happy, and help you maintain your health and great appetite and hormones, etc. Being busy is not a great excuse. What might be a great excuse, I experienced that recently. I spent some time in Sao Paulo, Brazil. It's uh, the biggest city in Brazil. It's two, 20 million people. And it's very... Uh, skyscrapers rich city. When you are in the city, in the center of the city, and the center is quite huge in Sao Paulo, yeah, it's a big, big city, and there are a lot of high, ra- high rises. When you are in, you know, on the ground, 
it's very hard to actually see the sun. It's kind of like you, you are always in the shade. And so I had to find a park or uh, a rooftop where I could actually see the sun. Otherwise, it would be like I'm always in the shade. Um, that's the obstacle number one that you might be facing as well. So the solution for that, what I found, either find a building where you can get on a rooftop. Um, if you don't live there, I don't know, maybe you can access it or find a park or some open area where um, you can actually be not in the shade of the building or anything else obstructing that those sun rays getting into your eyes, right? So you're not in the shade. So that is important. Second obstacle I'm from Siberia, Russia originally, and I spent quite some time in London. And I know one thing that, that in those climates, uh, in that, you know, geographical area, um, that is not closer to equator in winter, you don't get a lot of sunlight. Not at the right time. The sun can uh, rise um, 9, 10, uh, you know, um, back in, in Siberia, in Russia, it could be even as um, late as sometimes, you know, closer to 11, and the sun would go down about 2 p.m., and you wouldn't get that sun exposure no matter what you did outside. Yeah, of course, during the day you would get it, but it's already going to be um, kind of kind of late for that kind of exposure that we need. And maybe that's why, you know, our mood goes down and our um, appetite goes up. And that would be actually, you know, quite natural, especially if we lived a natural lifestyle. But anyhow, beyond that point, um, I know how to live in a place where sun exposure is suboptimal. So uh, what can you do? In those situations, um, if it's really impossible for you, purchase one of those daylight imitating lamps that is usually about uh, 10,000 LUX intensity, light intensity, and you put it in front of you, in front of the area where you work, um, somewhere on the desk uh, where you work, you know, on your computer, um, or somewhere where you can spend um, time sitting, so you expose your eyes to it for prolonged periods of time, and turn it on, and in the first hours of the day, I would say by 2-3 p.m., it should be off, because then you need to be transitioning to the next part of the day, you know, soon getting ready uh, for bed. But in the first hours of the day, use this lamp to get at least some sort of imitation of that daylight exposure. Again, it doesn't work like sun, and the sun has a brightness that is much higher, number one, and we don't have real technology to simulate everything that sun does. We don't even know you know, everything that sun does for our eyes and what kind of signals are transmitted towards our brain. So sun is always best. So get your, you know, do your best to, in the first hours of sunrise, get outside and expose your eyes again without um, sunglasses, without hats, uh, not in a shady place, not, you know, um, behind the building, uh, or again, somewhere where you have shade over your eyes and you don't really have direct um, sun light exposure. So do that in the first couple of hours. Again, 10 minutes if it's bright, 20 um, if it's cloudy, uh, 30 if it's really cloudy. Figure it out. I don't know. Go for a walk, do a call, uh, do whatever you have to do. Um, because serotonin is it's connected to so many things. It affects directly your mood, 
your sleep, your digestion, your libido, um, your appetite. And now let's get to appetite. So what I was thinking back to my story while walking on the beach, I was thinking that is such a beautiful system. If you think about that, in winter, when we get less and less sun exposure and we get less serotonin because of that, it would make sense to increase our appetite, our cravings for sweeter, uh, more uh, easier made into fat in our body stuff. So we, in general, eat more, we get more calories. So we pack up a little bit of that fat for winter that is coming. Because if you think about that, light, um, at least, you know, uh, back in the times of cavemen, light, the amount that we got was an indication what time of the year it was and what our body needed to do. Like the less light we had, the it mean it meant the winter is coming and we would need to prepare for it and one of the ways to prepare for it is to eat more and get a little bit fattier so we have those calories um um when we don't get as much food as we do in summer so it would make really beautiful sense but now if you think about that most people don't know the importance of sun exposure or they just don't do it often uh, and regularly and what happens is it's like you're sending that signal to your brain that it's always winter. And you have this uh, system in your brain that says less light, more appetite, more cravings for sweeter stuff. And it, in literature, it's been recorded that people who have suboptimal levels of serotonin have more cravings, especially for processed foods, and their appetite is higher, and a lot of things, other things are affected as well. Now, serotonin, it is affected, it is very sensitive to light exposure, right? So, but it has to be right. It has to be the right time, right? First couple of hours of waking, when the sun is out, but not too high. So get the sun. Um, also, try to get that sun in the middle of the day that also um, has been recorded to reduce cravings and appetite, that exposure to ultraviolet light and especially, you know, exposure to natural sunlight. So get that sun to decrease those cravings, that appetite. So light is number one. It's going to signal, okay, we're good. Let's produce more serotonin. But your serotonin is also, it also needs, it's a molecule. It needs building blocks to be built. And now here we need protein. Actually, there is a special amino acid, folks, that is called tryptophan, that serotonin is made of. If you don't get tryptophan, you do not get to make serotonin, right? So, and this tryptophan amino acid, that is very tricky. It doesn't have easy time to get into our brain. We need to eat specific kinds of protein, first of all, uh, not all protein sources, actually none of the protein sources contain a lot of tryptophan. It's, it's, there is not a lot of it. So even if you eat the richer sources like chicken or turkey or lean beef and pork and, and fish, uh, animal products are much richer in tryptophan than any of the plant-based products. Um, so in plant-based products, it's very hard to get the tryptophan. So uh, the point is you got to get that 
protein, you got to get sufficient um, amount of it. You got to get it consistently, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or at least breakfast and dinner. And it has to be good amount. So again, my recommendation is if you're interested in optimizing your function is health, two grams per kilogram of body weight, one gram per pound of body weight. Maybe a little bit less, but not by much. Especially if women, you might need a little bit less. But again, there is just hit the target and then um, see what happens. So that protein, you need to eat it consistently. But also to get that protein in the brain, exercise really helps to shuttle it there. Like again, it's, it's not having easy time getting in our brain, but exercise helps that. It's like all the other amino acids, a little bit technical here, people. people uh, when you exercise, all the other amino acids um, sucked up by your muscle for muscle synthesis and tryptophan is left alone. And then it can travel to your brain. Maybe again, it's this beautiful nature's design that we're supposed to move and then move that tryptophan into our brain to produce that serotonin and make us feel, you know, happy, satisfied and not craving much. But just remember, get your protein, especially in the morning, get the right amount. And then after exercise, get that protein. That's going to be especially beneficial for production of your serotonin. But eat that protein. Again, the richest sources are chicken and turkey. Then we get, get other animal sources, uh, fish, lean beef, lean pork. We have uh, dairy products, we have eggs, and then from plant-based kingdom, uh, only tofu, you know, is closer to other sources, but it's like twice less and not as bioavailable. So eat your protein and especially after also exercise. Um, and in the morning, that's, you know, your light exposure in the morning, you got to get your tryptophan in the morning to get uh, that serotonin production going uh, to reduce your cravings for the rest of the day. Um, another hack that um, I read about in different nutritional psychiatry books and books on neuroscience and nutrition and production of different neurotransmitters uh, in our brain or what I also call brain nutrition. So uh, another hack that researchers recommend is eating your carbohydrate, have, having a carbohydrate snack separately. It seems that carbohydrates eaten separately also boost serotonin. But of course, if you want to have health and uh, healthy blood sugar and healthy brain body chemistry, and if you want to avoid you know, putting on weight or avoid um, other health issues, your carbohydrate-rich meal um, should be something like, you know, a few pieces of fruit, eat a couple of bananas, amazing, or mango, or whatever you like. So that actually also will seem to be boosting your serotonin levels, right? So eat your protein, but then maybe one snack, have just carbohydrates, and fruit are the best for that purpose. Um, and the last but not least, if you're really, um, you know, in a position where you're having hard times with a lot of things and you can't, you know, imagine like adding all of these habits at the same time, that's totally normal. Just add, start with light exposure first, make it consistent. Um, and on top of that, uh, eat your protein, but also get the supplement tryptophan amino acid that is uh, available in many places. Um, I mean, supplement stores and, um, I don't know, health food stores. So tryptophan, it's an amino acid, kind of like a protein, but a very specific amino acid, uh, isolated, and they sell it as a supplement and get 500 milligrams, um, especially in the afternoon, um, 
in the morning. So um, if you are again experiencing a lot of cravings, a lot of your appetite is you know higher than you'd like it to be. Maybe your your mood is low, your sleep is affected. So there might be a lot of you know serotonin deficiency. So get that light exposure. Get also that lamp. They're also very cheap. You know maybe like twenty bucks or something and available everywhere. So get that light exposure first. Get that. Uh, um, get that lamp so you get even more light exposure and then eat your protein and on top of that get that tryptophan supplement and get 500 milligrams first part of the day and then somewhere later maybe around 3 to 4 p.m another 500 milligrams um Especially again, great if you combine it with movement and after exercise, the tryptophan has especially easier time getting into your brain. And do that for a couple of weeks and see how your cravings and hunger and mood and sleep are affected. Just I recommend journal it. If not any, um, every day, then every other day and just do it consistently. So every morning you start with that light exposure. Um, if you get the lamp also, I recommend getting the lamp, especially if you are more on a like, problem site, you know, it's been a persistent problem that get the lamp, put it somewhere where you can expose your eyes to it. And by 2, 3 p.m., you know, shut it off um, because then you need to prepare your brain for sleep and bright light affects that. And then get the tryptophan, 500 milligrams, and eat your protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner in sufficient amount, amounts and the right counts. And sufficient amounts means if you choose chicken or turkey, no less than 150 grams of it like actual i would recommend even closer to 200 grams folks um to get all the protein that you need and um, that's about it that's how you start recovering from those sweet and appetite and um, cravings and just in general increased appetite and very often again decreased quality of sleep and libido and uh decreased mood um for me i can personally tell you that whenever I'm in the environment where I don't get enough light, I do start experiencing sweeter cravings, just thoughts about, um, I'd like to have like a piece of cookie or even though I didn't, I haven't had a cookie in like ages, but when I don't get that light for one reason or the other, I start craving all, the, all those carbohydrate-rich foods, at least things like sweet potatoes. I'm like, oh, that sounds so good. Um, appetite is increased and my sleep is a little bit um, off and my mood is also a little bit off, right? And once I get my sun exposure going, that's why I like to be somewhere by the seaside because it's so easy to just get out there and see the sun and uh, in the morning and uh, in the evening and that puts your serotonin levels and your whole system like everything is so balanced and synchronized you folks if you haven't been doing light exposure you won't believe how amazing it affects all of aspects of your um, health life and well-being um but that's it for today folks that's how you start rebuilding your serotonin health so to speak so expose yourself to light uh, every morning and get that lamp if you feel like your serotonin really is nowhere where it needs to be and your sleep your mood your libido are all affected and craving sweets and chocolates all the time right so get that light exposure get that lamp start eating your protein for breakfast lunch and dinner 100 to 200 grams of of chicken of turkey or fish or salmon you know whatever you like um and then get the tryptophan uh 500 milligrams couple of times per day um 
morning and then later afternoon. And especially if you say, well, I'm on a vegan vegetarian diet, I'm not going to change that. Especially if you do that, tryptophan is the thing that you need to, to get. I would also probably get tyrosine so that dopamine is also uh, produced in the right amounts. So the tryptophan after exercise, especially beneficial again, because it allows the brain to get these amino acids easier while the rest is taken up by your muscle. And that's it, folks. Please, if you found this useful, uh, give me feedback, right? Uh, send me a message or something. I always love uh, hearing those. If you, if it's helping you, uh, leave us a review. But most important, folks, just also share this information and this podcast because I believe we all need to be aware of these factors to make choices appropriately. Now, what you do with that information is up to you. It's your life to live. But at least you need to know this is how it works. And this is what happens if you don't do it. So share this with other people to make other people happier with less craving, sleeping better with better libido. So share folks, um, reach out with any questions and feedback and have an amazing weekend. Get all that light exposure and I'll speak to you very soon. Thank you for listening.